Roll up! Roll up! Ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth! Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast! You'll gasp! You'll laugh! And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hello. And Matt Bradshaw. Welcome. <laughs> I love that. I love that when I laugh or you laugh, your car shakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bouncing, bouncing. Are you, are you good? Yeah. yeah um how do you feel good yeah okay. why do you ask well i was sometimes when you ask someone are you good they have a picture in their mind about something that they're good at and so then they said well yeah i'm bloody great at that but they don't actually mean i'm well i say sometimes i mean like almost never <laughs> say that's the strangest explanation of anything i've ever heard ever but it is an explanation of something and therefore how's your day my day's been good uh it is what day is it today it's sunday sunday the 29th of september or 30th 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 yeah oops um did you go to work so did i did you sing songs did you do shots me neither (laughs) <laughs> I haven't said anything for ages. Yeah. I've got all enamoured with the idea that there's like a special camera oh, here. A special camera. We're testing a new special camera. Not uh-huh. a GNU special camera. Mm-hmm. No. No. Uh, is it working? Does it look good? What is a GNU? Uh, it's like a wildebeest. Is it like a wildebeest? I think it is a wildebeest. I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah. Who's GNU? Well, the wildebeest. GNU. What's a GNU? It's a little boat. Yeah, it's like a kayak. No, it's not. It is like a kayak. Yeah, all right, fair enough. It's more like a kayak than a canoe is like a wildebeest, given that it is one. That's right, a canoe is a canoe. No, a canoe is not a canoe. (laughs) You can make a canoe out of (laughs) (laughs) You'd need a knife. I reckon that's how it got And some glue. I reckon that's how it got its name. What do you make this out of? Canoe? No. What do you call this? Canoe. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Good night. (laughs) It's not going to get any better than that. (laughs) Oh no! Tom, are you okay? Oh, use your worms. Come on. (laughs) Oh, I like it when he cries. He's out of frame and everything. (laughs) He's motioning for me to keep going. Um, When we were sound checking today, I was singing Someday I'll Be Saturday Night by Bon Jovi, which might be, it's up there with, if not the worst songs in the world, certainly one of the worst Bon Jovi songs in the world. And you said it was the best part of your day. Yeah, I liked it because you were changing the words. 
<laughs> yeah, you weren't singing the real song. What was not I? Yeah. Oh, you were I going, was trying to. Dang my day, we're not in time. When I think the words, when I'm down, I know I survive. Hey, 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 man, I'm gonna live my life. And there's something better than a roll of the dice. Feel like a Monday, someday I'll be Saturday night. Yeah, it's an incredibly accurate impersonation. It had moments of John in it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And particularly now. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. back in the day. No. Actually, he was amazing. He was, but when he was singing that song, that's actually very much like it when he's. Oh, okay. It was very. I liked that song. What? I, I even like it when you're parodying it. What? Yeah. I had a lot of great songs today. I sang Alone by Heart. I don't know that song. Yeah, yeah. ah! Ah! Huh. So, um, Veronica requested it, and I said, man, I, that's. Like, it's Nancy Wilson, and she's Crazy. just got. Yeah, this fucking voice that goes for days and months and possibly years. She's phenomenal uh-huh. with a capital F. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yes, can't say that word. Um, and uh, and then I decided, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen with a f- capital F? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course I did a fourth below because it's Nancy Wilson and I'm a boy. Were you detuned to E flat? I was. So you're a fifth below. I was a fifth below. There you go. Yeah. Then we can talk about that if you want. Yeah. Should we? Or would you get angry? <laughs> yeah, we should talk about it. It's okay, hilarious. great. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it. We would. All right, go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know the song. How do I get you alone? No. No. No, I don't know it. Tonight, oh, when you're by on my own, I'll never really get until I met you. Still don't know it. The fuck? What? How? That was flawless. Well, I'm not saying that it wasn't. No, a great, but great I'm edition. saying if you didn't know, then you genuinely have never heard it. No, I don't know. I, th- I don't know a lot of things. In fact, arguably most of the things in the world, I don't know. So, it goes intro, verse. Little tiny pre-chorus, chorus, verse, fakey chorus, like chorus progression, but no vocals. Uh, then, oh, oh no. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Can we fix that? No. 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 It says no. Ah. Hey. But then that one's on. That's all right. Great. That's good. Until you have to drive home tonight and I have to stay here in the car park at Crown. Yep. Alone? You will. Yes. Be. Yes. Well, it's easy to get me alone. Just make my car battery go flat. I've got jumper leads in the car, mate. Do you know why? Because it's cold? Because it's winter in Melbourne? No, because remember Because it's when... spring in Melbourne? Because <laughs> no, remember when we went to Perth? Yep. And my car went flat because I slept in the car? Yep. I've still got those jumper leads. Good. In the car. Great. Yep. Let's just sit here until my car never starts again. Hey, what do you get if you cross a sheep and a kangaroo? A canoe. A woolly jumper. Ah. Oh. Leads. <laughs> Anyway, alone, Nancy Wilson. Oh, yeah. See, I love the way you're doing this to me. Like I've held you up in the middle of my story. Fucking woolly jumper. With a capital for. <laughs> so, yes. it's not going to matter to you that... What, uh, so, intro, verse, little tiny pre-chorus, yes. chorus, verse, fakey chorus, chorus. Yeah. Then, the lead into the second chorus, is she does this fucking crazy thing. It's... Oh. Yeah. But I she did does it that stuff all the time. A fifth below. Yeah. 
and it sounded fucking great. She only does it once in the song. I announced to the room that I was going to do it again because I liked it so much the first time. Yeah, it's good. I like it. So I did it into the third chorus as well. It's a fucking great song. Well, I look forward to listening to both versions of it. Okay. Yours and hers. Great. Yeah, because I like the way you do... Interpretate? Yes. Mm. Language and songs. Mm. Uh, yeah, good. So we tuned to E-flat. Yes. I tuned to E-flat for two reasons. Uh-huh. One is that when I first started playing in a real band, and uh, with all apologies to the first two bands I played in, one which was mine, so I didn't know anything, and then two which was... Um, have I told you the story? So, I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, in my head I've already told it. Okay. Mm, okay. So, when I first started in bands, yes. my first band was a three-piece, and we played songs that I wrote, and I think we did like two gigs, because we were small, we didn't know anything. Uh-huh. It wasn't like when you started playing, and you were just a fucking monster from the word go. Not true And you were in a band called Black Rain, and just fucking played that like Nuno. What, yeah, but that's not what we were called. Initially, what were, you we were called? called Where's Maud? Oh, because two of us lived in Maud, and everyone used to say, Where's Maud? So That's like, not bad. Yeah. Well, Crowded House used to be called Collective Soul. No, Did what they? were they called? No, nah. uh, the Malanes. That oh, was close. Huh. Why were yeah. they called that? I think it was uh, Neil, F- Neil and Tim Finn's grandmother's maiden name. There you go. I've made that up, but it's something like that. It's a good story. Thanks, man. Uh, Unless it was Neil Finns, in which case, thanks, Neil. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, so we just tuned to concert. Okay, so l- no, I'm going to backtrack a bit. When I first got a guitar, um, uh, I didn't know how to tune a guitar. Sure. Yeah. So I knew it's like someone had told me it was like the fifth fret of the string, the fat of the fat string yep. is the is the right note for the string that's a little bit thinner than it directly below it. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, that's the sort of explanation I no, had. Yeah, yeah, with you. Uh, so I was parallel fifths the whole way along. No one told me anything. Ah, there's a guy, Tom Quayle, who tunes his guitar like that. <gasps> it's in, and he, he's one of those monster crazy guitar players. Uh, he's incredible. That's where the story falls apart for me. <gasps> My God, you see the guy play. Yeah, right. I'll show you a video. Okay. And he I'll, plays. I look forward to watching Dan Quayle play. <laughs> so he's that his name is. <laughs> Isn't he the... What about uh, Dan Quayle? The politician? No, I think he I think he tends um, small, furry, no, uh, winged animals. I like Quayle. It's good. Damn Quayle. Can't, uh, I think he keeps them so in a body of water. It's hard to make omelettes, though, out of quail eggs. <laughs> oh, Let alone. Oh, my God. So many omelettes. Uh, E-flat. Tuning. No, I haven't got there yet. Yeah, no, right. no, this is, we've got backstory, okay. dude. Sorry. This is backstory. All right. Okay, so I knew what chords were supposed to sound like. Like, I mean, you just start playing things. Yes. And if you've got any ears. You can tell whether it sounds good yeah. or not. Yeah, so I had my own, like, you just, you can't play normal chord shapes if one of those strings is tuned yeah. differently. Um, and then my girlfriend gave me a, a chord book to get me started because I didn't know what any chords were and on the back of it was how to tune a guitar it's like Uh (laughs) Uh, so then I wrote some songs and a three piece band and I um, did a lot of rehearsing and two gigs maybe three Uh, and then the bass player from that band are you turning me down? no turning you up oh that never happens turning you down now though Mm. yeah what about now go 
Okay, uh, the bass player from that band then um, filled in with another band, and so while he was filling in with that band, I became their sound engineer and <clears throat> would sing harmonies from the side of the stage. Yes. Yeah, pretty funny. Uh, and then I think that bass player left both our bands because he was like a, he was an actual musician, not like me, um, and he was in demand. So he went and joined another band. So I played bass in that band. Yes. And then what? No, it's funny. Like an actual musician. Yeah, no, he yeah. was an actual musician. So was the drummer, an actual musician. Right. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay was the bass player. Lindsay, so now I've forgotten. And Jason Siphus, drummer. Great drummer. Um, anyway, so both live in Adelaide. Jason lives in Adelaide. I don't know where Lindsay lives. Lindsay. No, can't get his name out. Anyway, so. What? No? Okay, good. It's going well. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah I would have said it otherwise. Ah, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, so then um, he left and I became the bass player in that band. And then I think one of their guitarists left and they, oh no, they got another bass player and then I went back to being sound engineer and then their guitarist left. So I became the guitarist and then they sacked their singer and I became the singer. So I bet this is how it works. You work your way up through the ranks. That's how I pay my dues. I went from sound Yeah, in case you're wondering, I just bypassed drummer because that's surely lower again. So the hierarchy goes, in case you don't know, drummer, sound engineer, <laughs> bass player. <laughs> Guitarist, lead guitarist. I bypassed that too. I'm not good enough. Sure. Um, singer, and then agent, manager. Yes, but in between there, yes. I joined another band who played an E flat. Yes, <laughs> um, because they grew up listening to bands like Kiss and then Extreme and Baby Animals, which were around. Yeah, they did whatever they wanted, didn't they? Baby Animals. Yeah. Yeah, but they were they were predominantly E flat on that album. Yeah. And I think we played six songs off that first album yep. in our... So I was in Adelaide and we were doing half covers, half originals. And yeah, we played so, like so many songs off that album. And the band was good. Like they were, they were, again, they were real musicians. So they were the next level. And that was the second audition I ever did. The first audition I ever did, I sang... I couldn't sing. I thought I could sing. I, I went to this audition and the song they got me to sing, I don't know, I, like it's so weird to think now what sort of preparation I must have done for that, but like rock singers, uh, they're fucking good singers, like regardless of whether you like rock music and some, of course, like everything, some people are good and some people are bad, but the guys we know about, <clears throat> the guys from Whitesnake, the guy, you know, Gary yeah. Sharon from yeah. Extreme, like they're fucking crazy. If you, if you got, if they you, are, if you got a record deal before 1995, you yep. were a real musician. Yes, you were. And as far as in a band, a rock band. Yeah, you were. You were incredible. Yeah, yeah. So I went to this audition, and I simply could not sing in the key that I needed to. I just couldn't. So, like an octave below, was the only way I could possibly do the songs that they needed me to do. So, so I don't think I did. I, I think that probably knocked my confidence a bit. For, and then all of a sudden I found a voice and I went and auditioned with this other band, the one that tuned to E flat, a band called We Were Nothing at the time, but then we became All This and More. And uh, yeah, we were, like I, I sang for the first time ever, ever, ever and got that gig. And so they tuned to E flat and that was where I first learned to, to uh, that's where we, because that's where the, that's where all the blah is, like all the more, like you just get more. <clears throat> What? You get more... <laughs> yeah. Right. E-flat was like where everything was in E-flat and so you just got that little bit, you just got 
you got like 11, but you got like minus one of 11. So it was like minus one tougher instead of like Spinal Tap 11 being louder, you got minus one okay. ballsier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that was before like everyone started doing fucking drop D and drop C and then yeah, fucking sure. seven string guitars. And, yes. And yeah. And so then flash forward 20 years to you and I playing acoustic guitar now. It originally comes from that, but it continues on into E flat, I reckon gives me eight gigs a week instead of seven. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of my story. Right. I like it. It's a good yeah. story. What's your story about E flat, Dom? Uh, e flat gives me seven gigs a week as opposed to zero. And I'm not even joking. So here's, so the, the reason Matt and I are talking about this is because there was, um, and actually not exactly what I want to talk about with it. Oh, sorry. The, in, there's another aspect to the to this which we will get to. And yes. before you even start that, should we explain what E flat even is? Sure. Uh, should have done that. We should maybe I, I could chop and I can splice mm. this in. Um, so basically, uh, the music is generally tuned to A440, which is a frequency. Right, is that hurts. Hurts. It does. Right. If you try to sing in it. Yeah, true. Um, so guitars are tuned in what we call the lowest string on a six-string guitar would be the note of E, and then you tune the guitar accordingly. <coughs> what E flat is is you tune it down a semitone from E to E flat, and then you tune it accordingly. So what that generally does, it pitches the guitar down a semitone yeah. lower than it stand. What they call standard tuning. So the E is a is a white key on the piano. And down a semitone, obviously, is the is the yeah. black key next to it. Yeah. To give you com some context, because people so, understand guitars, uh, pianos better than guitars. I don't. But. I recently got sucked into a Facebook discussion that I very rarely do, with someone who um, who who we know. I don't I don't know her very well, um, but we've met. Um, you know her a bit better than I do. She's a great great singer, great musician mm. uh, around Melbourne, uh, who is married to a guitar player. So. Um, apparently there's a, there's a, she likes to explain it as a bit of four year argument as to the merits of tuning to E flat or not. And her... Oh, between the two of between them? Between the two of them. Cause he... Oh, cause I he, didn't know yeah, that yeah. when you told me the story. Yeah. So he, he's, you know, explains all of the logical reasons why we tune to E flat. Exactly. As you said, most people will say it means that you're not singing, you're singing everything just a little bit lower, which means you're not pushing your voice as much and being... A female singer who doesn't have that issue mm. with being a guitarist. She she plays guitar and plays piano as well. I don't see but her tuning up a semitone. But go on. Well, um, oh. I guess the, the conversation being so, she said it doesn't make sense. It seems like for um, to effectively, she's saying in order to give yourself a little bit of a slack off on a bunch of. She thinks it's about playing the guitar. She's, she's well, not it's not the only thing she said, but the main thing is. So playing in B is annoying, right? So if you tune down a semitone, then you can play in C. Ah. Right. So that makes it easier to play yes. a song, right? Which I don't think any guitar guitar players would ever take that approach. For example, I'll play in B all all the time. I'll change things to the key B because I think it sounds better as... Yeah, you like, get you all know, those lovely... You get all those really yeah. cool chords. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, what's interesting about the conversation and the uh, the back and forth between various people is that 
and this is why I brought it up with you to have to maybe talk about it is even in the face of tons of information of logical perspective of actually I don't mean sort of presenting if you actually look at the um, the male vocal cord and the range just dropping everything as a semitone like puts it in a singable range a semitone really makes a difference because also most melodies really do sit in that um, that pocket which is not pushing your voice into a different re register and just dropping it a little bit makes it as you say it gives you sustainability over it gives you an extra gig a week hmm. so in the face of all of this explanation still the rebuttal is yeah it still doesn't seem worth it to me and it's like oh wow it doesn't there there are that's something that i've noticed people will ask a question not just online but of course in real life we'll ask a question and someone can give a ton of information and reasoned answers and the other person will go yeah that's still not enough of an ah, answer for me that's interesting though because i know you just said online and in real life but i reckon it's more online oh, it's more online yeah like to me it like vast majority of yeah. those that that sort of kind of frustrating interaction yeah I've just, which is why I say I got I got sucked into this yeah, online yeah. thing because I usually don't mm. because it always ends up like you haven't just you haven't really read what I wrote or you haven't yeah ta yeah taken you haven't taken in you're still you still actually I'm not saying that this is what this person has done no 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 you're talking but like ger generally yep. how pe what people do is like they have their idea right and well, my hands now in the shot they have <laughs> their idea right and they that's you, they don't want to. That work. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I didn't know it did that. I've never said. They just don't want to. They just want to change it. Yeah. And and there's nothing you can do to present information, even though there's tons of information that helps. Yeah. Uh, explain it. That um. I'm even getting frustrated right now. Are you? Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a personality trait as well, because um, my friend Estelle Artois, um. Is, is quite vocal about a couple of subjects, but certainly, do you know, I can't think of a specific example. She's certainly vocal about um, things to do with uh, environmental issues and stuff like that. Um, but I've watched interactions between her and people, and I've certainly seen her say, like, right, oh yeah, right, actually that's a really good point. And so she, like I watch, I certainly watch yes. people online who have the capability of of having an online conversation that is like having a one-on-one -on -one right, interaction. Yeah, good. yeah I, think it's like, I think lots of This is my point of view. This is my point of view. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Why do you think like that? All oh, right. And so the like the, the obvious intellectual discourse happens. So I've seen people who can do it, but the vast majority of people well, tend I, not to. Yeah, I wonder if um I wonder if there's an element of that. It's like, well, this subject matter really isn't that important. It's just something to do. So they're not really, they're not, you're not really engaging in the conversation about it. It's just I'm throwing something out there. We'll just see what happens, um, and see, or see if people bite like I did. Uh, right. uh, <laughs> um, it's quite, quite, a, quite interesting because there's just there's so much around that specific thing that makes makes it a viable decision. Whether it's it means the strings are slack on an acoustic guitar, so you don't have to squeeze as hard. Um, whether it, whether it's about uh, 
you know, anyway, so we're getting fired up. We're going to get fired up. <laughs> yeah. um, man, uh, uh, Pat Manitou, not the same as the chick from Heart. Uh, all fired up, sorry. Ah, right. Yeah. And in no way, not the same as the chick no. from Heart. Oh, Nancy Wilson, fuck me, she's amazing. <laughs> oh. And I love Pat Benatar. And I saw yeah. Pat Benatar live like five or six years ago. Really? She was fucking great. Oh, awesome. Like, super great. She was all fired up. She, we well, belong. Well, I believe there comes a time. Yeah. In a young girl's life, when she first meets a man. Oh, that's good. There was a time last year when I was having a really rough time vocally that I tuned to D for gigs if... Um, if they were, uh, I don't know, if they were of not less consequence, that's not what I mean. If they were gigs where I knew I could get away with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, all of my all of my songwriting, generally I do, I tune the guitar down to open C or open C sharp so that... It's different when you're writing. It is different when you're, when you're writing, but what it, the other thing is, is what that enables you to do is play in the key which is comfortable for you to sing in right but it not sound like the same chords all the time yes right so which is what you did when you when you first started working with zeke yeah 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 because 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 well, well to explain to explain that so uh, i did an album with zeke well he, he wrote the songs and I, played, locks. I played i played guitar on them and they were all very much in 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 g in the key of g yeah. and there was that I made suggestions to say, what can you capo this uh, to the third fret and play it in the key of E? So the chord voicings sound different mm. because even though it's in the same pitch, because that's where you, you're comfortable, you know, singing um, around that, it it just sounds like you're playing the same chords five songs in a row, yeah. which you are actually doing. Yeah, and so you you want the listener to. Even if the pitch is the same, for the voicings to be different, and those are those are quite subtle decisions to make. Hmm. Um, but it's the reason why. I but, and they're things that that uh, a non-muso, that a non-muso music lover, doesn't know what they're listening to, but they can they get a different sense they, of it. That's right, and it's an important decision to make. You know, even at gigs, like I'll I'll be at a gig, and I'll see someone put a capo up and down the fret, for example. So a capo effectively moves. The, the the lowest pitch on the guitar somewhere else but they play the same chord mm. shapes right and they sound like the same voicing so even though they're changing pitch it sounds like they're not because it's the same the construction of the notes is the yes. same right so you actually it actually works well if you change the chord shapes but it doesn't work if you no you know, change the chord shapes playing the same key yeah, so those things are subtle, but they really do make a difference. Mm. Uh, it's the Rob Thomas two tape, T two <laughs> capo technique. It's a revolution. <laughs> he invented it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice. I guy. thought you were going to say Tartufo then, and I, I haven't. Is that a dessert? Yeah, I don't it's like a, it. it. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah, an Italian dessert. It's like ice cream and cake and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like ice cream and cake and bullshit. Well, I wouldn't recommend bullshit with anything. No, cheesecake. Uh, you baked cheesecake. Yeah. I know. You were putting faces at it yesterday. We were at the Angles Tavern yesterday for the grand final. And, oh, fuck the grand final. I was looking at the cheesecake. I do like cheese. I do like cake. I don't. together. I don't. Yeah. What was the caramel macadamia one? That did look good. Yeah. But, but that, then I just went back to the plane. It had the advantage of 
caramel and macadamias. Break. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Thursday. <sighs> yes, I understand. Um, which means uh, two days from now we'll be we'll be engaged in Reese's event. Yes, I'll be door person. Bridie O'Reilly's in Chapel Street. If you haven't bought a ticket yet, fucking get your fucking skates on and pull your finger out. Do all that stuff. So Go on your bike and if ride. this is the first time you ever heard us in this format podcast that we're doing. Um, Matt has got together with a bunch of other people, but you are the driving force of all germanizing. Uh, that's me mispronunciating. God. <laughs> Organizing. Uh, a fundraiser benefit for Reese, yes. the guitarist in your band, G-Force. Yes. Who has stage four cancer. Hmm. So he's gone through a pretty, pretty rough time in yep. his family. Hasn't been able to work for months and months. Yeah. Really. And so, uh, if you want to get involved, you can buy a ticket to the event that we're doing at Bridie O'Reilly's in Chapel Street um, on Saturday, the 6th of October. Uh, you can go to trybooking.com. If you type in Reese Let, the event comes up. You can buy tickets right there. Very family friendly. Uh, like, bring the kids along. It's... it's um, Obviously, it's a it's a terrible and sad thing that he's going through, but um, it's a it's a it's a fun event. That's what we're trying to put on. Yeah, and so there's some music happening. There'll be entertainment. Rosie and the Top Cats, Miss Rosie and the Top Cats, yeah. Rosie Conforto, sweet, uh, doing their rockabilly thing, and uh, Super Band are playing. Dylan very very kindly offered his services. So literally everyone involved. Including the venue, just fucking remarkable, um, have offered their services completely free of charge. Like you and I have done charity events before. Yep. The very first charity event that probably Ramjet actually played at, um, we were on the bill at a charity event at Crown, funnily enough, as we are in Crown Car Park now, um, at Palladium, uh, with a bunch of other acts and you know, bloody MCs and all the dancers and the whole box and dice. Um, and I realised at that event that I um, said we would play free of charge because it's charity. <laughs> I'm so naive. Um, everyone else is getting paid. Uh, and that's how charity events work. Like you yeah. pay the talent yep. to come in and be the draw card and the entertainment at your charity event to make as much money as you can from people who are paying, you know, $500 a plate to be at big high-end charity events. That makes perfect sense. This is, again, a, uh, a completely different animal. Um, that was our sound engineer just calling me, by the way, for tonight's gig. Okay. I don't know why. I don't think we're supposed to be there, are we? <laughs> no. Good. Two o'clock start? Yeah. Okay. Just checking the time. Um, Everyone, uh, Superband, Rosie, um, everyone who's donated uh, goods and services, Bridie O'Reilly's Chapel Street, who have donated staff, security, sound engineer, the venue, um, food that they're putting on. Like, everyone's done everything for free, and it's fucking amazing. I'm absolutely humbled by people's generosity over something like this. It's been pretty, pretty incredible. And it, it, um, I'm not. I'm not cynical about humans. I think humans are pretty good. But yeah, they are. The the phrase that springs to mind is it restores your faith in human nature. 
<laughs> they're great band. band. <laughs> you fucked I heard them on the radio the other day. Yeah, I good. thought they were good. Um, do you need to say anything else? No, to, uh, no. about it. Um, no. I know we Except mentioned that. It yeah. What about my auction? Oh, how's it going? Well, it's done nothing since someone <laughs> since someone bid two thousand dollars for me to do a private house party for them. Uh, what are you going to do at the house party? I th- I I think I'm going to have to strip. Oh. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I've made a pretty good career of reverse stripping. <laughs> I start off naked and people pay me to put my clothes on. Stop. I make a fortune. I can make 150 bucks in three seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that almost brings me to another point. Um, my friend Becky and I, my friend Becky and I recorded a... What happened? Am I jiggling? Yeah, jiggling. Oh, I'm nervous. Well, don't be nervous. I'm nervous about being on camera Stop. and having my voice being heard. Stop you know what jiggling. I'm like about talking? <laughs> um, uh, recorded a launch video yesterday for um, this auction campaign. Hang of, on, is this your best friend, Becky? Yeah, that's what I thought you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck! We were doing a song yesterday. Best uh, friend, apparently. <laughs> And I tried to explain to Dom over the over the intro of this song, <laughs> my best my best girlfriend, like my best chick friend. So we had she and I had aborted attempts at trying to do this video, where it was like, hey, that Rachel here, here's my friend Becky, my best friend Becky, like my best girlfriend Becky, like my best chick. Fr- Can you say chick anymore? Are we allowed to? All right, fuck. You should take two. You should make a an outtakes video. <laughs> There's a lot of funny stuff on there. Yeah. Stuff like her just making some noise and me saying, Did you just snort? Oh, great. All right. Take 15. Fuck me. Here we go. Um, yes, so I introduced her as my best friend. And over the intro to a song yesterday, he said, Oh, yeah. That video of yours yesterday. That's something to talk to you about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's that? Best friend, huh? Start singing. Oh, fuck. I've got no right of reply. <laughs> I got you, Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah. You do got me. You got me, dumb. Crazy. Dare me to sing Believe by Cher tonight in yeah. front of the NRL crowd? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, oh, I love it. Yeah, there's all that repressed, you know, sexuality. i got a question. Go on. So, in relation to your... So, no, I... Uh, reversing backwards vocally there. Um, so... You just said it restores your faith in humanity. Uh, I just had a mental picture of these dugongs called Hugh. Um, that's a humanity. Anyway. Um, that's a huge manatee you're thinking of. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> no, it's in my Is that little, the noise they make? No, my little brain thought Ooh. something else, but I'm not going to say it because it's rude. Um, huge memories? No. Oh. Well, so they would be manatees. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, what is... I, I probably brought this up before in the podcast. What? Why is so much of the podcast world and the television world absolutely obsessed in creating true crime oh, dude. content? I... So, it, it came up... We uh, have talked about this on here before. Right, it came up briefly the other day with Kat. Um, so, she listens to... You know, true crime podcast. Oh God, we get it. You've got a girlfriend, oh, Jesus. I know, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> and oh, we and both was, got cats. It was All right. Something to do. I think maybe it was 
like I didn't lock the front door or something like that. You know, I live in a you know a little country town. You know, you don't lock the front door. You do like uh, up to you. But I'm like, I'm not concerned about up to you. <laughs> I just so it was like I'm not concerned with this happening or that happening. Uh, it was also I get it. I remember now. Um, she said, "Be safe coming home from my night out with the guys." On Monday night, mm. and I said, "Ah, oh, it'll be fine. I don't know how we're going to get home. We'll probably walk or something like that." You know, because stuff happens. Walk. Yeah. Um, anyway, well, you were there, Anglers Tavern, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just stay on track for just a second. I'm going to try. Not you, me. Um, and she'll be safe. If and I said, "I oh, will probably walk home." She said, "Be safe." And I said, "Nothing's going to happen." She's like, "Oh no, I listen to these podcasts, and you know, things happen." I said, "Yeah, but." They really never happen. I mean, obviously, they do happen sometimes. But yes. Given how many people there are and how many people are out and about all the time, they don't really happen. Yeah, it's so all about more chance getting knocked over by a car than there is dying in a car in a plane crash. Well, yeah, there is. Well, then, but that's because more people travel by cars than they do planes. But that—that's. I'm not trying to be argumentative, but it, I didn't think I you were. Know. How unusual for me. Um, to not to try to be argumentative. Nah, you've you've come back a bit from oh, that. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I've tried. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, but it, it's just so much entertainment is about crime. And it's like, I don't... So doesn't it just make people scared of shit that hardly ever happens? That's how so many people live their lives, dude. Well, I know. And we're... Humans are com- irrational. I know that. Like, but I... D- humans are irascible. That... Emphatically so, yes. Um, hmm. But I just, yeah, it concerns me a bit. What is it about us as humans that wants to be entertained by awful things that a, a, a very small minority of people have done randomly, sometimes specifically to other people? But I don't. Why do we? No, I think that's part of the human condition, though. I think it's part of what drives people to feel like they um, have significance. But I think the idea of watching some true crime thing where, you know, it was just the bloke next door and he was a lovely fella and no one ever had a problem and he used to put his garbage out once a week and it was all... um, It could happen to anyone. I think it... It um, heightens their sense of but it, of place. But even that, it could happen to anyone. It's not true. No, it's no, not no. Correct. No, no. Like I it, agree. It it can but actually that's, only that's happen what that to does. the people who are involved in that moment, in that circle of people, in that moment, in that. So even that, is it a holdover? Is it the modern equivalent to? Um, People living in their little tribes, kind of thing. It's like, don't go out of the cave at night. There's bears out there, and so now we don't. You know, there's bears or there's lions or there's wolves, and you know it's dangerous if you're a- away from the group. So don't go and do that. Um, you know, back in a time when people lived in villages or in caves or something like that. Now the modern equivalent is um, to be scared of other people because people. Because we're not worried about bears or tigers or lions or you know woolly mammoths or anything anymore. We don't. That's not humans. Don't have to worry about that. Mm. 
um, I say humans, humans in the Western world. Mm -hmm. So now really what we have to worry about is people driving, you know, um, irresponsibly, you know, drink driving and stuff like that. So really what we have to worry about are other people doing stuff to us. Mm. So there's a sort of the human, you just talk about the human condition, but the human uh, predisposition to be cautious around so then you want to be aware that this might happen this might happen this might happen this might happen right but i feel like it's just gone so far away from you might get attacked by again a pack of wolves if you leave the cave to this uh, specific thing happened in this specific scenario so you should know about it and therefore be scared about it, it might be based in that from a, like a human evolution kind of point of view but i think it's actually it's related only in the sense that our lives are so safe that we search for danger in places where it could potentially exist, like the bloke next door yeah. dismembering us with an axe. Yeah. I think that's more likely where it comes from. Yeah, cool. Not a holdover, but a, you know... A, but a replacement. A, 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 a replacement, yeah. certainly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. Well, like the uh, the idea of... Um, you know, I've, I don't know if I've spoken to you about this before, but... Um, the the idea of conflict and resolution and how you know say like fight club for example um why that uh, not just fight clubs but why the idea of it appeals because we're we live in such, such a effectively relatively peaceful time where we don't really have uh the same kind of conflict that humans have had forever mm. we're like not just the idea of going off to war or whatever but there's just no danger. Mm. There really is, like, almost none. Yeah. And the stuff that you have to be concerned about is, you know, did I, you know, don't stick a knife into a wall socket. Like, you know, yeah. these things that... And so we supplant all that stuff with base jumping and skydiving. Yes, yes, and yes. And roller coasters. Yeah. And fucking, you know... Thrill-seeking stuff. Thrill-seeking stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's got to be where that sort of shit comes from. My life is so safe... I mean, I said roller coasters. Roller coasters are, are safe fun. They're super like, safe. I mean, yeah, yeah, they just are by their very nature. Base jumping, not. Yeah, true. <laughs> Base jumping's fucking terrifying. And lots and lots and lots of people have died doing it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that, that's got to be part of it as well. Like, just life... Not many people have edges in their life anymore. No, no, and I'm... I'm yeah, I'm probably one... I, I am one of those people, but I just don't... Um, I don't think it serves me personally at all to know uh, know about those true crime stories or no. those things. Um, not even just the true crime stuff, but like just you know, NCIS, Miami, or whatever they sure. are. You know, um, that people are capable of. Like I know people are capable of that oh, stuff. NCIS though isn't about. It's not really about the crime. No, but it's about that's the yeah. procedural. Sure, yeah, sure. and that stuff's interesting. Like I, I understand, you know, uh, how I understand how that can be interesting. It's interesting because this is almost, it's almost diametrically opposed to your view as to why you don't watch horror movies. Of why would I want to put myself through stuff because that stuff could so easily happen. That's no, what you said no, to me about stuff yeah, like but, that, like but, Hostel and things like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but most, most horror stuff isn't like Hostel. That, that is specifically how I feel about that. Um, but I think the horror thing, uh, particularly stuff 
you know, you've got all kinds of different things with horror, whether it's ghosts or, you know... Goats? Yeah. I fucking hate them. You hate them. Um, but the things where it's, a, it's, you know, where people, you know, torture people, you know, as... And it's graphic in the, mm. in the film. It's like, I know that people are capable of awful things. Yeah. Right? Um, like, I understand that. And I'm not trying to shy away from it, but I don't I don't want it as entertainment. No. I don't see the value of it. Right? And I know that other people do. And other people, I don't, obviously, that people can separate the fact that it's, you know, it's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, to that, you know, speaking to that specifically, though, as far as my love of horror movies goes, um, uh, I, I like poltergeisty movies. I don't like slasher films. Yeah. The blood and the gore, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. So, like, I don't find it entertaining because yeah. it's just, eh, Texas Chainsaw, whatever. Yeah. Um, but ghosty things, like inexplicable, that shit's moving by itself stuff. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I think there's that um, aspect of it for me, which is, you know... I f- you also don't read any fiction. Oh, I, d- I do. Mm. Well, I do. Not yeah, much. I don't read novels very often. Hmm. I do read fiction. I read a lot of fiction, hmm? but I don't read hmm. novel stuff. I read a lot of short story stuff. No. Yeah. I read short horror stories. Yeah, right. Okay. I uh, I should probably um, I should probably talk to someone about that. What? Well, Why? Just, well, I, you know, because I don't only. No, 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 no. You're I don't, okay. I don't only struggle with the I like I. I can't even articulate how it makes me feel. I don't understand why people want to do it, want to experience that as entertainment. It's where it's, it's a, it's passive. So like you're hearing about other people doing awful things to other people, and see, I can't even get to B. I can't even get past that. It's like there's just so many things that you could do to be entertained or to actively engage with the world. That passive. Uh, consumption of stories that have happened that are scary I don't I, I can't get my head around it and no no one's been able to explain to me why why it's good mm. I, in a sense of why they like it and I'm just yeah, it kind of freaks me out a bit okay I need, I need you probably don't need no yeah no because no. I'm, I'm hung up on it I, got, I, need, I don't get it maybe this is see oh, poltergeisty things see poltergoats <laughs> uh Maybe I just needed to have this conversation, <laughs> but I don't think so. I don't feel. Are much you okay? Than, no, no, no. I realise what you did there, trying to throw back to two episodes ago about are you okay? But yeah, I'm not. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> okay. Well, we're about to go and play to a post NRL grand final. T- uh, there might crowd. be no one there because um, car park was pretty empty. Yeah, it might be no one there because uh, at half time Melbourne. We're getting hammered. Mm, I know. So, yeah. A bit like the Collingwood Weagles. No, that was close all the way through. No, no, but everyone left because oh, yeah, Collingwood yeah. got beaten. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. I think I've got some friends coming from the other gig, though. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Could be fun. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. They are good. They were. They uh, were so were we were asked, just to finish up, we were asked to discuss whether or not Round crumpets and square crumpets tasted differently. Oh, yeah. And I have no idea because I haven't had a crumpet for years, but I would imagine it's all got to do with what you put on them. Spread on them. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> so 
<laughs> yeah. Do different shaped bloody yo-yo biscuits taste different? No, they Yo-yo biscuits. Oh my God. South Australian, you don't know what a yo-yo biscuit is? Yes, I do. Oh, do you do? Yeah, no, they, oh. the lemony biscuit. They're not lemon? Lemony flavoured. Fuck off, lemon! No, they're not! Yo-yos, they're like yo-yos. They look like yo-yos because they've got the thing and the thing. And the no! Cream, and they've got lemon flavouring in them. No! <laughs> no! Yo-yos are kind of oval shaped what? and they're just a biscuit. They taste like tiny teddies. You're so wrong. I'm fucking... You're thinking of iced Vovos. No, iced Vovos. No, that's a car. Bi- no. <laughs> <laughs> but they're biscuits with... Um, uh, yo-yo biscuits are honey flavoured, dude. Well, yeah, okay. Yo- are yo-yo biscuits a branded thing? Like Arnott's yo-yo Arnott's biscuits? Arnott's yo-yo biscuits. Right, okay. Well, I've never heard of those. <laughs> yo-yos are things that look like yo-yos and they've got lemon flavouring in them. That's not a thing. It is. I can take, I'll take you downstairs and show you right now. No way! Yeah. You're going to take me downstairs and show me your yo-yo. That's right. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to walk the dog, Matt. Around the world. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Oh, around the world. You're going to take yeah. me around the world, Dom? Yeah, I'll put you in the cradle. Yeah, I used to be a yo-yo champion. Nice. Uh, hmm? No, I wasn't a champion. I used to do yo-yo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dieting <roofing>? mainly. <laughs> oh, Let's go to work. Okay. Slider biscuits. That's a cracker. <laughs> wow! Did you just do a Groucho Marx? Yeah, look at what I was Incredible. Man, they got a mind of their own. They got a postcard of their own. <laughs> this, my folks, this is eyebrows. These these eyebrows here mean I never have to wear sunglasses. Eyebrow, just do that. Eyebrows are us. Yeah, people think I'm grumpy, but really it's just bright. And he's grumpy because it's bright. Yeah. Fuckers. Can we go? Yes. Jeez Louise. Slider again. Yeah. I'll give a jets. Yo-yos, dude. South Australian. Look them up. Anyway, they had different patterns on them. Oh, people going. used to say they they tasted different, and it's bullshit. And same with round or square. But clinkers do taste different. They're different colours, so they're different flavours. But they are, do taste different. They are different. One hundred, they are different okay. flavours. One hundred, they are. Yes. What are you, Yoda? <laughs> One hundred, they are percent. <laughs> Pink favourite. Goodbye. Green. <laughs> Incorrect. Green. Yellow's no one's favourite though, no. is it? No. They don't even pineapple or banana. What it doesn't know what it is. I reckon it thinks it's banana. Pink. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they're that flavoured. Barnapple. Barnapple? Yeah. <laughs> What's a barnapple? It's That's like a horse poo, surely. <laughs> a barnapple? No, it's a fruity thing that's on the size of side of a ship. <laughs> Come and scrape the barnapples off my dinghy. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Are we ending there? No, nah, we should just keep going. No, we've got to go, we've got to go to work. Okay. Alright, bye. Horses, bye. Horses? That's what we're going to sing. Surely. No. Come on, dude. <gasps> oh, I'm going to retire. Don't retire. <laughs>